Faster Fluency Conversation Club, Episode 84, Myth-Busting Learning Myths. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast from Speak English with Christina. Each week, my expert teachers and I discuss a new exciting topic to help you better understand real-world conversations in English. If you would like to practice talking about this topic, get more confident speaking English, and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go. and welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And today I'm here with Trisha. Trisha, how's it going for you? Oh, it's going really well. How about you? Yeah, doing well. It's Friday. Yeah. It's a sunny day. Yeah. Looking forward to a weekend. So all yeah. good. Yeah. So today for June, our big theme is how to learn English more effectively. And today it's um, a really interesting topic because we're all talking about myth busting. So myth busting, mm. for people who don't know, is basically taking ideas that people have about a topic and showing that those ideas are generally like myths. So they're incorrect or wrong ideas. So we're going to myth bust some <laughs> popular ideas students have about learning English that we've heard just over and over and over. Trisha, what is one, I guess, learning myth that you've heard often from students? Well, there are a lot. There are and, a lot. Um, yeah. But maybe we could start with the idea of if I don't speak with a native speaker, if my mm. teacher isn't a native speaker mm. even, or if I speak with other non-native speakers, I won't get the English that I need and I might get, in fact, learn mistakes from somebody. Right. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, so... Yeah. And that's interesting because I think, you know, for the people who are listening to this podcast and who are in Fluency Club can clearly, you know, we get feedback from them and they, they clearly yeah. see the benefits of speaking English with people other than, let's say, native speaker teachers or just teachers in general, I think, because it's like yeah. real world English. I feel like people should get used to that because mm. if that's how English is. It's a collection of lots of accents and mm. not all native speakers. Exactly. So. <laughs> and it, it is, you know, often yeah. I, I tell students, I'm like, maybe you're worried about speaking English with someone who's got like um, German accent or a Brazilian mm. accent or Chinese accent or a French accent or whatever. But, but if you speak with, you know, like Janine, one of our teachers who's from Australia or Andrew, who's from England or even you and I, none of us have the same accents. And I'm like, well, why is our accent yeah. better than mm. other nationality accent. I'm like, it's not. It's just you have to get used to all the different accents, you native do. and non-native. Yeah. Right. Maybe being flexible on accents, you mm. know, being able to, because even native speakers, it, it could be extremely embarrassing if you don't understand someone's accent and you yeah. really need to make the effort to understand mm. their accent yeah. or you lose. It's not yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, your accent isn't good. It's it's sort of that we all need to learn and adapt to, yeah, uh, yeah I, I would say, I, yeah. I, I would say it's like being, having that sort of listening agility yes. to adapt to the other person's way of speaking speaking. Um, yeah. Like your doctor or your mm. college professor or yeah. your business contact mm. or right. Just any number of people will be likely to have an, a, an accent. Different, just different accents. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, what's, what's another, another one that, Oh, what about the one, you know, where people, I think 
often when I talk to people and they're like, oh, well, you know, to become really fluent, I just need to go and live in the country Mm, for whatever duration. Or like everyone that I work with went off for a year and lived in this country, but not me. So now I can't. So now I can't. Yeah. Yeah, Now it's over. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You've missed that opportunity. You will never be fluent. Forget it. No, that's not true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I feel like people are getting maybe more savvy about that and learning, you know, I hear sometimes I overhear really interesting conversations in fluency club about Mm. people who are saying, I'm going to start working on this one thing, Mm. this one aspect of my English or Mm. create a new habit or sort of do some kind of immersion. So I feel like people are growing in that way. Especially with technology, because you can do your own immersion. Like you don't have Mm. to go to the country. Yeah. And that's changed. I think that, don't you think it could be so much because of the COVID situation, maybe just a few years ago, Mm. people thought, well, I have to go live in the country. And now people have realized, wait, you know, we can do so many things online and bring so much culture to ourselves and language. Exactly. Uh, Like it does take a bit more maybe effort because it's like you have to do it. It's not just going to automatically come to you. Like when you do live in a country, you know, you go to the grocery store, everything is in the language and you're going to be forced to speak English. So it does take a bit more effort, but it's not impossible. And it's not super difficult. It just takes a bit of organization and planning, I think. Or just, yeah, like thought. And then Mm. the other thing I would say is that there's a kind of the priority because when I, my first few years in France, I learned how to say lots of things that Mm. really, do I have to know how to say all those things? Do I have to know about Mm. bike repair and how to play bingo and judo classes in French? Probably not, you know, like salsa classes. Those are not, I mean, so if you're doing a virtual immersion, you could decide to pick the areas of English that you need Mm. instead of getting every single, you know, random conversation, because that's for most of us, it's what we need anyway, if we're in business or in an academic Mm. type of situation, we need that specifically and then enough to have a conversation, you know? Right. Um, So you get to choose and prioritize. I think if you're busy, that's nice. Mm. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And you just like focus (laughs) on the stuff that you're actually going to use and not just the random (laughs) stuff that you'll never use, but you're like, I can't remember that word for like a bingo card. And you're like, yeah. No, you're not going to use that word ever in your life. Yeah. I think what's uh is there another one that you can think of? Because I live in France, I'm constantly surprised by sometimes I'll see kind of a news report mm. or even talk to, you know, once I met the the head of a language school yeah. here in France who was under the impression that the French they kind of were seeing themselves as being almost genetically incapable of mm-hmm. pronouncing certain words or right, saying, yeah. because we're French, we cannot learn this language, Yeah, which I think is really incredible because I know lots of French people who pretty bilingual yeah. with maybe sometimes people retain their accents, but that mm. is not the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like we said earlier, accent, everybody's got an accent. So, you know, yeah, own yours. I, yeah. I think that's a big myth or maybe it's like it's popular to create TV shows on this topic because mm. people like to hear that or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's very, I don't, it's very yeah, I think surprising to me. It, 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 it seems that there's, I don't know if it's the same in other countries. And so this will be interesting to get the perspective yeah. of the other people in, you know, from other countries in the fluency club. But I, yeah, I do feel like there's this sort of fun, like not fun, fun's not the word like bashing of the French and their ability to learn English. Like the, the number of yeah. articles where I'm like, the French people suck at English. I'm like, that is the word. I'm like, 
why would it's you so write an article like that? Yeah, exactly. yeah, and or just some people say it. Oh, we're bad at languages. Like yeah. I think that that would be a really good thing to unlearn because if yeah. you are if you grew up in a in a multilingual society, you know that everybody can do it's it. Capable, and, yeah, yeah, and that you will every you know there's a variety of accents that remain. People make a variety of mistakes, mm. but everybody can do it. So it's kind of like. You can, it's just that maybe the way that it has been presented in France has been not easy to do it. And so right. that's why, but it gets you not to change your behavior and fix yeah. the problem. It sort of makes you want to be like, oh, well, I'm just bad at this. Yeah. Well, I um, think it, it, it creates, it maybe <laughs> creates that mindset of like, oh, well, I just can't. And I'm just going to have to accept that because mm-hmm. I'm French, I will never be fluent in English. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Despite what all the media articles are saying. Yeah. Because I think that, I don't know, I guess people just like, I don't know. I really don't understand that. Yeah, that's a uh, that's every a every thing. nationality is just as capable of learning English as any other. It's like we said, it just, you know, takes the maybe the effort and the regular practice and, and all of that. But there's no like genetic disposition to learning a language based on your nationality. That makes no yeah, sense. <laughs> it seems so obvious, but I feel that it's worth saying. Because yeah. of the number of times that I hear it again and again. Just, uh, yeah, the at popularity least, of those at least articles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, so good. So I hope that's four common myths that we've had. Maybe if you guys who are listening, if you know of yeah. any other myths, or I guess we could all, we could also call them limiting beliefs, I think, about so that's um, really true. learning English. It'd be mm-hmm. interesting to hear what you guys think. But anyway, Trisha, thanks a lot for yeah, sharing. Thank you. And uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, great talking to you. Thanks for listening to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And remember, if you want to become confident and fluent faster by practicing speaking about these topics and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. Membership costs less than the cost of a cup of coffee per day, and you'll get so much from your membership. The link to join the club is in the show notes. Thanks for learning with Speak English with Christina, and we hope to see you in the club.